Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech the Shabbos Perak Tezayin, Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel. And we are discussing the rabbinic prohibition to save things from a fire because we are concerned that will leave, lead someone in their anxiety and rush to extinguish the fire. So yesterday we began with certain things that were, one was allowed to save, Kisvei HaKodesh, and today we're going to move on to other things one is allowed to save. Matzilun Mazen Shal Shudas Haroi Adam Adam. One may save food that is sufficient for the three meals that are required on Shabbos. As in on Shabbos, there's a requirement to eat three meals. So, therefore, one can save the food that's sufficient for those three meals. And, and also save food for their animals. Now, not three meals for the animals, but really whatever the animal normally eats on a Shabbos. Kate said, how so? On, on what does it mean you can save three meals? So in the fall of the lake of Alel Shabbos, if the fire breaks out on Friday night, Matzil and Muslim shall shoot us and save enough for the Friday night meal, the Shabbos lunch meal, and the Shalashudos. But if it falls out on Shabbos when you're ready, once on the day, once you already had your your evening meal, so you can only save enough for two meals. And if it broke out in the afternoon, so then you can only save the amount for one meal. Now, it's interesting it says Bamincha. This may be a, uh, one of the sources that Shalashudas should ideally be only eaten after one Dabin's the Mincha prayer. Comes along Rabbi Yossi, says, No, Lo'olam Atzil Mazel Shalashudas. One may always save enough for three meals. Meaning to say as follows, that really, as we know, on a level of Dorai, so one can save whatever whatever is not Muksa and whatever is not um, it's not an issue of carrying, as we'll see in the next Mishnah, one can really save whatever they can on Shabbos itself. This that we prohibited you, or the rabbis limited you for what you can save, is a rabbinic is a rabbinic limitation. Therefore, when the rabbis gave a dispensation to save for three meals, they didn't include in that that only three meals you need. It just said three meals, regardless, irregardless of if it's the evening, the morning, or the afternoon. That's the opinion of Rav Yossi, which is why he says you can always save for three meals. Whereas the Tanakhama seems to think, no, you can only save for what you need. Therefore, at night you need for three meals, in the morning you need for two meals, in the afternoon you only need for one meal. Says the Mishnah, however, this that you're limited to how much you can save is only when it's you're, you're, you're taking out in several containers or several different loaves, etc. However, what if you just have a huge basket full of loaves? And even if you have hundred enough for 100 meals, you have a massive basket, a bag full of loaves, um, uh, you're allowed to save it. Why? Because you're just doing, it's one action. The eagle shall avail of the shall yines. You can take out a massive round cake of pressed figs, even if it's enough for many meals, or a barrel of wine. Again, even if there's enough wine in there for many, many meals. Moreover, the owner can say, of the house can say to make an announcement, everyone come, take take what you need. Take for your your own meals. So if he wants to save his meals, he wants to, excuse me, save his food, he can say, okay, I'll take, an, I'll take, I'll take three loaves and say to my neighbor, oh, you take three loaves for yourself for your three meals. Meaning he can en- enlist others to help him save his food by basically saying to them, you're taking for your own meals. If these people are knowledgeable in the laws of Shabbos and they are going to go return the food to the owner after Shabbos, meaning if these people know the reason why the owner is inviting them to, to take food out of their house is really because he's just trying to save his own food. So what they intend to do is after Shabbos, then knock on the owner's door and say, here's your food back. What although one is not allowed to take payment, on Shabbos itself for things, they can they can they can make a sort of a cheshvan after Shabbos and say to him, this is how much money what we deserve for saving your food. Meaning to say that they're able to, after Shabbos, to request money for their, their services of saving the food. Whereas, it's interesting, that if someone's a real Talmud Chacham, they're not going to do so because it looks like they're getting schar Shabbos being paid for working on Shabbos, but technically they are allowed to, to go and again, 
since they know the walls of Shabbos, they know the only reason the owner is inviting them is because he's trying to save his own uh, his own uh, pantry. So after Shabbos, they can go and, and request money for it. So to where may they save the food? So whereas we saw when it comes to Kisfiyah Kodesh, we even allow you to carry in a place where it's rabbinically forbidden. Here, only to a courtyard with an air of chatseros, i.e. has to be a place where it's totally permissible to carry. There's no leniency here like there is by Kisfiyah Kodesh. But Bimbeseira says, no, the rabbis waive the requirement of air chatseros in order to save food from a fire, and similar to the cases of Kisfiyah HaKodesh. But he doesn't say totally like Kisvei Kodesh, where you still need to have um, the, the proper lechis in place, you need to have the proper walls in place. Whereas even Kisvei Kodesh were more lenient than that. I wish you all a wonderful day.